And you can live in the day. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Man in the Making, um, where we discuss some interesting topics around self-improvement, self-development, trying to help people on the path and doing our best. I can feel that energy from across the microphone. Oh, my God. Great, great. All improvised. Hopefully it went well. So uh, (laughs) a few episodes ago, we ended off. And I said, I was grateful to be doing this. And you're like, oh, you know what? We should do an episode on gratitude one day. So here we are. Today's episode should be on gratitude. So I think we'll start off with what is the importance of gratitude? Yeah. Interesting. Well, we all know what gratitude is. But but for those that need a refresher, uh, let's just look at the definition. Uh, I like looking at definitions before I give my own definition. The interesting thing about that is that you have a deeper insight into that than just what the definition gives you. Like to oh, you, yeah. it could be a lot more things with that word than yeah, just the definition. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, I'm looking at the but looking at dictionaries for some reason, I always like to see what's officially written first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It kind of reminds me. And so it says gratitude, noun, the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Interesting. I didn't think mm-hmm. to return kindness would be a part of that. Uh, it further goes on to say on the sidebar, gratitude, thankfulness, or gratefulness from the Latin word gratis, meaning pleasing, thankful. Um, Gratis, interesting. So not the not spelled I S, but U S. Gratis, gratis. Um, how am I saying that? Gratis. Gratis is without charge or free. So, it, oh. if, if, yeah, if you go to a, a, a ceremony or something like, uh, let's say you're hanging out with Kevin one day in the city, and you guys go to a show that's for free, they'll say like. This, this show is being done gratis. Uh, and so you donate or whatever uh, based on that. And so gratus, I guess, is Latin for pleasing and thankful. So interesting. One, one letter difference there changes the word. All right. Well, yeah. Why is that important? Well, life goes by way too quickly if we don't have any gratitude. I'll say that I learned gratitude. Well, I really got it cemented in my mind in the monastery. Um, Before that, I wasn't really thankful of anything. I'm so fortunate that 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 happened. But but I see that a lot. You know, we we really um, gosh, we forget how bad life can be. And I guess I, I, through like through the tough times, the physical disciplines, having things taken away from me, having hardships, that helps you appreciate what you don't have. But also, I learned a lot of gratitude by reading, uh, reading about people and and their biographies and autobiographies, and reading about how life could truly be terrible. 
and miserable. So a combination of those um, really made it. So it's like my brain uh, doesn't stray from gratitude for long. And I think it's helpful in my life because I'll just be doing like nothing and, and be really thankful and appreciative of basic things. You can take a situation that would normally frustrate you or should frustrate you. You can take that and flip it to a, to a situation that is, is uh, actually a lot better than it could be. So for example, traffic, that's a big one. You could be sitting in traffic, you could be frustrated, you could be having being tailed by people that are going faster than you, whatever. There's a lot of things that trigger people in traffic. Or, you know, you could get upset at that, or you could, you could be thankful that you're in a car and that you're not walking 10 miles to your destination. Like walking 10 miles to your destination would, would be terrible, right? Like I've done that. I didn't have a car when I was on the island of Kauai. And um, when I was going back and forth to the monastery every day, I had to uh, get a medical checkup from at the hospital before I could go into the monastery. It was one of the requirements, just basic stuff like a, like in the military, right? There's like a medical checkup mm-hmm. site sound, you know, you're not going to keel over and, and blame the monks for an injury when you're already injured or something. So you have to be cleared medically before you go in. And the hospital was, um, very far away from the monastery. And I was staying up in the Hills near there. I didn't have a car and um, I was fortunate enough to get dropped off at the hospital, but I had to walk back and um, it was about a six hour walk and I didn't have anything to do. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. That'll just be like my exercise for the day. And sure enough, I was like, there was no sidewalk. There was just highway. So I was walking alongside a highway Uh, which cars were like extremely close to me. And it was actually kind of scary for a few moments Um, walking up like the mountainside up the road back to where I was staying. That was extremely painful. And the next day I I almost couldn't walk. I was like, I felt all of these muscles that I never knew got activated when you walked. Apparently your entire body is active when you walk because I was sore everywhere. It was terrible. Okay. So that's like the word of the day. Terrible. Um, so just having a car and, and not walking for six hours, you know, would have been amazing. Like it would have been life changing. <laughs> so it's just little things. And I don't know. Do you have any examples of, of gratitude, uh, Rokas? I have a quote for you, a short quote from Jordan Peterson, which I'd like your interpretation on. Love it. Is that good enough? Okay. So he says, gratitude is a voluntary act of courage. So what's your interpretation of that? Yeah, I, I agree. That's a that's saying it on a deeper level, on a, um, same hierarchy, but it's 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 
deeper in there. So, and actually, um, my, uh, so my Parama guru is my guru's guru. So my Parama guru's guru, uh, Shiva Yoga Swami of Sri Lanka, uh, said that it takes uh, courage to be happy. Now, what that means is a courage for gratitude, courage for happiness. It takes courage, like it takes some guts and some might to change your outlook when it could be otherwise. It means something about your character. It means that you've actually paused for a moment and you decided to change the moment. And take responsibility, essentially. And it, you need courage in order to take responsibility because then everything is your fault, right? If you're frustrated, I hate to say it, but, well, no, I don't hate to say it, but reality check, it's your fault if you're frustrated. I was actually telling this to uh, Helena the other day. It didn't go well. But <laughs> when, when life outside yourself, and this is an old stoic principle, life outside yourself doesn't need to affect you it's it doesn't have to affect you inside it's it's uh it's just happening outside of you so to block that and or to detach from it uh is a courageous thing i agree with peterson 100 percent. so one of the things <clears throat> that you can be grateful for is water and i realized that when i when i i read about um, I was listening to the Jocko podcast one day in the monastery and he was going over a war book. And so I found the book and I read from it and, uh, you know, prisoners of war during world war two in Japanese, uh, slave ships at the, below the decks were in these little tight corridors, you know, and, and they were dying from dehydration and it was making them insane and also the war and the insanity was driving them to uh cannibalize each other down there in those tight quarters so imagine like being in a classroom right and you're in rows of of four and uh there's like 15 people around you and like three rows up a student attacks another student and like slits his throat and drinks his blood. And this is happening in front of, and this is documented in, in these, these autobiographies of these prisoners of war, or at least, you know, a few of them. And, if you can put yourself in that situation, it's easy to do while you're reading. And it's like these people, the war was over at this point also, and they were on their way back to their home country, whether it was like Europe or America or whatever. And they're underweight. I think, I think one person is recorded at being like a hundred pounds or underweight. Like that's near skeletal, like death. Poison kilograms. Uh, I don't know. Okay. That'd be a good one. It's so 2.2 pounds is one kilogram. It is 45 kilograms. 
45 kilograms underweight is yeah a lot so that's so they're they're getting they get back so this soldier gets back he, he survives this tragedy and uh like drinks water for the first time and so if you can if you can carry that that book or if you can carry that that memory or that experience and you're 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 living vicariously through the soldier right we don't have to go through it ourselves if you can bring that around with you somehow in your psyche and remember that in a moment where you have everything at your fingertips that's gratitude like you can pull gratitude from an, an unlimited source like a well if you're always holding on to the string and the moment you know you want to tug on it and pull up some gratitude from this unlimited well it can be there if you collect enough painful experiences and you don't have to actually go through the painful experience yourself you just have to experience enough of someone else's you know reading listening to other people learning from other people all of that is a part of of collecting gratitude because the next question after why is it helpful is well how do we get it that's like the natural next question because our lives aren't necessarily going to be painful and they're not necessarily ever going to be as painful as it ever uh, as it was for others in the past because life keeps getting easier life keeps getting better in in most respects so we have to collect information from um from people that have really gone through horrific experiences but we can't forget them we can't forget those horrific experiences. We have to remember them to some degree in a part of our being that, um, I don't know, doesn't like seep into you and affect you negatively. It's a weird kind of thing it, that their horrific experience needs to affect you positively so that your life is ex expresses gratitude. And then they won't have, have gone through that pain in vain. They won't have gone through that suffering for nothing. Because in, in, in a sense, that's why they're writing about it. Their experience is helping people. That's, that's from their perspective. That's the idea, right? They're not writing about it to say, oh, God, look at what, how terrible this is. They're writing about it to say, look, and Viktor Frankl, same way. He's saying, look. You need to realize that that you you don't have it that bad. I, I like I need you to realize that, and you should be walking around with a, a huge grin across your face all the time, all the time. Shoes, like good weather, like having your limbs and your fingernails and and being able to breathe and and speak correctly. It goes, it goes, it doesn't end the amount of things that you could be grateful for because everything is, is really a miracle when you, when it comes down to it. And the, one of the, one of the most uh, sad things is when uh, you have young people uh, who haven't yet uh, adopted this uh, perspective and they haven't experienced much. 
and they loathe their life. They, they loathe life itself. Uh, they loathe their parents and school and social media and things like that. And, and uh, they try to take a lot of things and spin it negatively. I don't know. I, I don't know why that's a part of our, our youth. I did the same thing. I mean, so it's really a shame because they have so much uh, and they have no idea, no clue. They're clueless. Everyone, everyone has their own hardships, but if compared to other people, those hardships are obviously different in scale. But to that person, even if it's, when compared, even if it's like a light hardship, so that person is still a, very big deal to them and at like the core of their life you're right so yeah so it's a way of them dealing with it with how they deal with it i think yeah and and that's a great point because it's everything is relative if i'm if i drop my glass my coffee glass it says best dad ever on it so i just got that for father's day um if i drop that glass right and it's it smashes on the floor uh, it's, 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 it's an experience relative to others comparatively. And that, that's what will, uh, affect me. That's that's how it will affect me. So if I compare it to, um, someone breaking, uh, a glass thing that can never be replicated, a glass statue that could never be replicated, that was priceless. Well, the cup breaking is not that big of a deal because you can find them anywhere. But if this cup that I broke is the last cup on earth, well, that's got to be one of the biggest tragedies to ever fall upon me. So, yeah, what, and I'm glad you said that. I, what you're going through, not you, but you, the mm -hmm. greater you, what we go through, um, it, I don't want to take away from that experience and I don't want to say, well, it's not that big of a deal. Suck it up and move on. Cause that's not true either. That's true, but it's, it's not appropriate in the moment. What, what, what we go through as humans can, is our own tragedy. It's our own personal tragedy and that should be appreciated. And we should, you know, go through that experience mindfully and we can experience grief but the biggest tragedy, you know, if you zoom out of all tragedies, the biggest tragedy is not uh, wanting to face it, not wanting to conquer it, and forever wanting to be the victim of the experience. So it's, it's, a, it's a, a twofold process. One, one fork on the, on the prong says, yes, this is unfortunate. I'm sorry, this is happening. The other one is, okay, shortly after that, we need to zoom out and, and conquer the experience, no matter how tragic. Well, how do I do that? Well, since other people exist, why don't you look at other experiences and compare your experience? Or why don't you look at, you know, if you don't want to do that, look at yourself and say, is this experience um, 
you know, who am I after the experience? And the idea is that, well, you can be better after the tragic experience. That's the best outlook, I think. And, and it's interesting. We can't really take that and look at it in isolation, can we? Uh, if we do that, we have nothing to uh, judge it against. Then we could go crazy. If we don't ever take our life and compare it to other lives, we don't have anything but our previous selves. We won't have as much information that we need. Unless we're and then gratitude is harder as well. Been, it's harder to be grateful when you can't compare your circumstances to others. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, unless you're a truly special person and you were born with this information inside you saying, you know, my experiences will make me better, tragedies are, are positives, things like that. We usually don't have that, you know, in there. It's, well, according to Socrates, it's in there, but it has to be sparked or catalyzed from something outside of us. It's, it's not learned, it's remembered as he would say. So possi it's possible that, that young people or people that are not experiencing gratitude are uh, living in isolation. They truly don't know how to relate to other experiences or people or things in history. And that's a problem. But that's a big problem. I, I, that that's a little it's a little narcissistic actually what if they can't find anyone to relate that problem they're going through with and they've been seeking for like answers for let's say they've been to therapists and that hasn't helped um what do you know what a person would do in that situation then you know, and they still haven't gotten over it. They're not able to get over it. It'd be a, it'd be unfortunate because, and I mean, just from my perspective, of course, there are so many people out there that are willing to listen and to talk and to help and to support strangers. Like I. I have conversations with strangers almost every day, just walking around. Um, and you can become someone's connection or you can network in an instant with anyone. And uh, I think you're maybe that that person is probably going to be cherry picking like the, the person that I relate to and that helps me has to be this way. And um, I've seen this, right? One of my clients uh, who was, who was uh, an adolescent and, and um, basically the, our sessions were, were, they were only there because they were their parents. Um, they, they needed a woman to, to listen to them and, and to, to emote with them and to relate to them, which was fine. I understood. Um, and uh, the, the, so, so that person might be looking for something, uh, a specific trait in a person to relate to. 
but, but that's a problem because they're they're trying to mirror themselves, right? This is a this was a woman of a, a female client, and you have like with her specific case, um, that wasn't going to help because she was blocking the inevitability that she needed to understand men again. She needed to not fear them. And the best way to get over that was to talk and get support from a guy. And eventually she, she went through this miraculous uh, phase and learning process where she came over, got over her issue. It was, it was, it was really wonderful to see. Um, and so I don't, I don't think that's a good thing at first. Well, in the long run, at first, a, let's let's say a rape victim, uh, a woman uh, is raped by a man. She's probably not going to have success with a male support system. Maybe right, but in the very beginning, I'm, I'm sure the nearest woman, the 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 closest woman, is going to probably be a better success rate in. Uh, helping resolve the immediate emotions of the situation. That's just a guess. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't actually know. I mean, but that sounds like kind of accurate, right? Like you would just guess that because it's an extremely personal experience and you've been, your worldview has been corrupted, right? By, by, by a man. So a woman is going to be easily related to. However, in the long run, I would suggest that that person try to adjust their worldview to incorporate men again. I would think that would be a healthy uh, avenue. So, you know what I mean? I think that that's that answered the question, right? Or that answered the statement. Okay. I think, yeah, going too deep into it would venture off the topic. Um so going back to Peterson's quote, uh, gratitude is a voluntary act of courage. Um, I'll take a bit of a different approach and say that your life can become hell. And yeah, it takes a lot of courage to be grateful for something when at a very low point in your life. Yeah, because I mean, it's... I because it's so easy to, to, to look at life as hellish. Someone was saying the other day that their father tried to commit suicide. And my first reaction was, well, I I don't blame him. Like, yeah, I get it. Life. I can see plenty of reasons to just, end it and i think most people's first reaction is gonna gonna be different uh, but it's i think it's important to kind of be able to, to to empathize and sympathize with that and say yeah I, I i don't blame you and i'm sure they could list off like many awful things that are going on in their life and it's like anyone would be would be crushed by that at least momentarily. So I think it takes a lot of courage to admit that, to admit that, yeah, 
pain and, and, and suicide and, and, and seeing the hell of life. I, I recommend seeing life that way, at least occasionally to try to get, get down there. If you have never been, um, you don't want to stay there. And in the long run, you don't want to commit suicide. Right. Cause that just hurts everyone else around you. But, uh, you might want to try to understand why they feel so uh, trapped and life can be pretty trapping, which is why courage is needed to voluntarily be, be, be happy or have gratitude. Uh, and so that's the thing. It's like people in, in miserable states of mind are like, how can you walk around with these rose colored glasses that everything is okay. And it's like, in a way they might even perceive you as a psychopath because yeah. you're not really sure the right emotions to other people would show. For sure. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, how do, how, how does that happen? And it's like, well, you've got to experience the, a value hierarchy scheme of pain. Like we talk about value hierarchies a lot, but what about pain hierarchies? Like those have values too. Everything has a value and a judgment of hierarchy that can be placed and, and, and everything can be a Boolean. Everything can be a one or a zero. If you look at it that way, you can calculate everything on a scale and something can be a better outcome than another. So people that are looking at the positive understand the negative and they value the positive over the negative in any in, in all these situations. And so if you're, if you're in that distraught state, you cannot see the positive. You can only see the negative. That's all your computational skills are bringing you to. And it's an incomplete equation. It, 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 it can be built out. There's more complexity to it. It's not so simple. And the courage part comes in because it is so easy to actually just see the negative. It's that that's the easier route. It's not courageous to, to, uh, to realize that life is, is complete hell. It's courageous to realize that it's complete hell and be happy about it and still decide to live through it and not commit suicide, not to give it up. That's the courageous part. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, have you mentioned uh, how much gratitude can change a person if the yeah if they like adopt that perspective of even the say like daily gratitude or much how to phrase it? Oh man! Would you, you have know, something to add for that? We need um, we need my friend Nick Matella for this. I was just so I was just at this wedding in uh in in detroit michigan or novi michigan i landed in detroit but i went to novi and and uh, i saw uh, a guy that i grew up with um named nick and him and i had similar backgrounds he had it worse than i did he he, he really went through some serious struggles uh uh different addictions and life kept throwing curveball after curveball and he really really went through it and here he is today 
and we'll have him on the show because he's a, a totally different person than than when we knew each other before. And he's got he's got he bought a house. He's on this really good track. Um, he's got this business mindset. He understands that the pain that he went through was really for a greater good. I mean, it's this beautiful thing. And we're sitting there at the wedding and he understands I'm a, I'm a person of substance. And uh, I just like lean over to him and I'm like, aren't you glad that it's all over? And he's like, he just starts waxing poetically about gratitude and how gratitude is, is the, like the first thing he sees in any situation. And, it's so beautiful what he was saying. We will get him on the show. And I was just talking to him on the phone as I was driving the other day. And, and uh, it just changed him completely. The fact that he was like, oh, he took responsibility. He's like, okay, I can, if I'm in charge, I can change everything. And he did. And he appreciates all the little things because before the little things, he didn't, he didn't have the capacity to appreciate anything before but just and then he was making his life worse with his own um with his own character so you flip the way you look at life given the same things and all of a sudden you can be in a better situation and then with this mysterious universe connection that we all have everything gets better it's it's a, an amazing thing so he, he would be a much better uh, person to speak about how it changes you and we'll have another show where we where we go through his story and, and how he made it out we'll do that okay nice so I guess we end there awesome well thank you everyone for listening hope uh, you are going to look at gratitude differently or if you agree let us know if you want to talk about it on the show that's great too we you can't cover this kind of stuff enough i think we've covered this a little bit before and we could cover it we could cover it a little bit every episode it would never get old that's the point uh we have to revisit everything because life is just a reflection of of everything and uh we'll forget like later today you know Something may, something may get past my gratitude filter. It'll happen and it'll get past yours. And all of a sudden you'll, you won't be in as, in as good of a place. And Seneca, uh, the philosopher and statesman agreed and said that we constantly need to repeat these old themes and that nothing is plagiarism anymore. Like we're all just repeating old themes because we'll forget. We'll forget. That's an Indian, uh, a saint, an Indian saint also said the same thing. Ramana Maharishi. Uh, we all need to remember, like we all need to, to talk about these things over and over and over again, because we'll forget. And uh, that's, that's okay. That's fine. That's, that's what positive conversation is for. That's why the person in your, the people in your life need to be uh, of a certain character so that you both remember together. The people around you should help you remember these kind of things and not help you forget. So yeah, thankful 
for everyone for listening and going through this journey with us. And, um, oh, so Everything is Your Fault is now a published book. If you order it on Amazon, you will have a shipping date. Um, of course, uh, the official release is July 1st. So I think the two-day shipping on Amazon Prime doesn't come into action until July 1st. And you would get it on the 3rd. So if you ordered it today, it would tell you, hey, this is coming, but, you know, it's uh, not going to be two-day shipping yet because it's not officially released. It's kind of weird. It's published, but not released. So uh, reviews and things like that cannot be written yet. They wait for July 1st, the release date. But uh, at least there, you can go there, order it, and it's technically, technically not a pre-sale anymore because it will be in route and to shipping to your location. And they'll tell you that. So that's the only difference. But that's pretty cool. Uh, before, it, when it was on pre-sale, it wouldn't tell you that it was shipping. It would just say, okay, we'll let you know uh, when we get closer to the date. So we're at that moment where we're closer to the date. And they're letting you know when it'll arrive at your house, which is which is pretty cool. I mean, it's hard to pre-sale something. It's, it's, it's hard to say, hey, you should buy this, uh, even though it's not going to show up at your house. <laughs> You're not going to receive this for six months. Uh, but now it's different. You will get it within a week. I mean, by now. Oh, by the time this goes out, you you can get it under in two days, free shipping with Prime. So that's exciting. Um, we want to help as many as, pe- as, many people as we can. Um, and uh, so... It's neat that that book is already circulated around the world. Uh, Zen Mind Academy is uh, a nonprofit that we started to help young people and to help whoever really uh, qualifies for uh, that kind of service, troubled youth, troubled people um, that uh, never had any role models or positive mentors in their life. So if you go to zenmind.academy, you can look at our digital curriculum, learn about Zen principles and ways to clear your thinking. And if you need help with that, you can always reach out to me and I will help you. Um, I don't think there's anything else going on right now. Nothing else to talk about except for uh, glad we're still recording. Glad, glad uh, the show goes on. And I don't think we'll ever have uh, anything. We won't ever run out of stuff to talk about. That's good. Yeah. So see you next time. Yep. Till next time, Rush. Have a good day. Bye-bye.